0: The most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 11.06 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are the greatest nation in the world. A breath of fresh air. Common sense. Very impressive. He's articulate and he knows exactly what we need. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better America. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree.
1: Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. So I was walking in the building today into the Capitol. And uh, the best thing that I always do in the Capitol is you just keep your mouth shut and you listen as yes. you walk around. You're up, you, yeah. Almost every day you can walk right by senators, House members, uh, important staffers, and you never know what you're going to hear. Right. So today I come around the corner and I'm just about to head up. At uh, the stairs up towards the, the top uh, floor to go to the press gallery. And here comes Senator Lindsey Graham. And he comes walking by, and I sort of slow down. As he, he's on his phone. Mm-hmm. And so all I hear from him in the five steps as he goes by me is, Yeah, I'm supposed to announce I'm running for president on June the 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! Yeah. So it wasn't much of a scoop, but it was sort of funny that uh, that was the one thing that I heard as I went by him today. Yes.
0: Uh, let me give you this is a true story. When I ran for president, um, a, another presidential contender was sitting behind one of my staff members on an airplane talking on a the phone there before you go. they took off. There you go. <laughs> and my staffer just listened yep. to him rail against this Herman Cain guy. <laughs> Sometimes, keep your mouth shut and listen.
1: Yeah, no, that's the biggest thing. It really is. And I don't know how many times I've been in elevators and I just stand there and listen. And you you pick up stuff. Or in the lunch line, even, it's it's
0: pretty amazing. Amazing. Uh, Word has it that you can talk about two subjects sequentially if I give them to you. All
1: right. Trade
0: NSA surveillance
1: yeah here we are on, what uh, how many people listening are working on a Friday a lot of people it's a pretty yeah. much a normal work day but not for regular, the, regular folk Are not for the US Senate this will this is only the third time this year that senators will have been here in town in DC working and voting on a Friday, but yeah. that's more than all of last year. Last year, only one time. Uh, remember at the beginning of the week you sort of poo-pooed when I was talking about the Senate Majority Leader warning everybody, if you don't get your work done, we're gonna be here this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're sort of in that threat at this point in time. They've got to get uh, this major trade bill done, uh, then they need to turn to the NSA surveillance issue, and they also need to get a short-term extension of a funding bill for roads and bridges done as well. Uh, if, they, if you really wanted to when it comes to the trade and the NSA bill, the Patriot Act renewal, you could draw this out, I was just sort of uh, gaming it out myself here, you could draw it out until next Thursday night, if you really wanted to, the next week. Wow! Because of all the time involved, the procedural motions that you could go through, running the clock and everything, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, usually what happens on this kind of day, we'll sit around most of the day, and then they'll finally come to an agreement to have votes on a few things, and then they'll get done, and everybody will run from the hill for the hills and get out of town. But there always is the chance that things could go off the rails. The trade bill is going to get done. That would expedite action on this deal we've been talking about that's still being negotiated between the U.S. and a group of Asian Pacific nations for a free trade agreement. That should get through uh, either today or tomorrow. On the NSA stuff, that's where nobody really knows what's going to happen. There's this bill that was approved earlier, uh, I guess it was last week, in the House of Representatives on a very strong bipartisan vote called the USA Freedom Act. Yes. It would limit some of the NSA surveillance, their bulk collection of phone records. It would make some other changes in in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and some other things that were done in the Patriot Act. It's got broad bipartisan support. It's got support of the White House. But... Nobody's quite sure if it's got 60 votes here in the Senate. Late last year, it did not. There are a number of Republicans, including the Senate Majority Leader, who don't want to approve that USA Freedom Act. They would basically like to extend the current Patriot Act and the the, the several provisions that are are going to expire at the end of the month and just leave things the same. That's not acceptable to most here. So what's being floated is, well, how about a two-month extension? How about a one-month extension? How about a week extension? How about a five-day extension? You know, just to kick it until so they can go on their recess and then come back after the Memorial Day break on the 1st of June and, and take it up again. Theoretically, it's possible that nothing gets done. That we just run aground and that these provisions of the Patriot Act, not the entire law, but just a few provisions, could expire at the end of the month. Uh, The FBI uh, director, the attorney general, and others warning against that. Remember, it's not the entire Patriot Act that would expire. There's there's three things. Section 215, the very controversial section that the feds uh, have used to make the bulk collection of phone records. It's also used for other things. A provision on roving wiretaps and another one that deals with surveillance on so-called lone wolf terrorists. Those are the three provisions that would sunset, that would expire on June the 1st. I don't think we're going to get to that point, but I guess I won't write anything off. Well, you know, it's it's unfortunate that it
0: appears as if the Freedom Act that was passed in the House of Representatives overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly. with a lot of Republicans and Democrats yep. voting for it, uh, call me skeptical, Jamie, but it sounds as if some of the senators haven't even looked at it. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise digging, me. They're digging in their heels on... Because well, they want something. They want, they want something yeah. for it, and that's exactly. unfortunate, but... That's how
1: legislative business is done. What do they always say? You don't want to watch sausage being made or legislation being made. And that's, you know, we're ha- I think we're having a little uh, tug of war here. You're absolutely right, Herman, between the yeah. House and Senate. Senator McConnell would like some changes. The House guys have dug in their heels and basically said no. In fact, uh, some of the guys who uh, like the USA Freedom Act have said they won't allow anything, you know, any little extension to be made. They want this or nothing. So we'll see how that shakes out. I mean, again, we I don't know how many years, how many times I've heard, oh, you know, we might work the weekend or something like that. The airline schedule is a pretty powerful thing. And uh, <laughs> after, after a little while, I would bet by later this afternoon, the dam will break and we'll get moving, but we'll see what happens. So that's, I mean, there's, yes, is there the possibility we could work into the weekend? Yes. Is there the possibility that they could have to come back next week? I sort of doubt it, but you never know.
0: I wish somebody would have to take a Greyhound bus all the way to California. We I'm can, just saying. We can, uh, we can try to work that out for you. <laughs> Iraq and the White House both are saying that they're not going to invade?
1: Well, what uh, the White House, I thought was interesting yesterday. Look, there's been a lot of criticism, obviously, of the administration about the recent gains by the Islamic state inside Iraq, and some Republicans, not all, but there are some Republicans who have argued that the U.S. military needs to send people back over there. Uh, this White House, I think the, we could call it the Obama doctrine, has been pretty obvious over the last year and a half. Uh, he, the president, does not... Uh, you know, for better or for worse, whether you agree with him or not, I don't see him changing off of his plan, which is obviously he will supply the Iraqi military with both intelligence and some help. They're uh, shipping rockets and more over there. But when it comes to sending U.S. forces there, this president's not interested in doing that. And the White House made that very clear yesterday. I thought they had an interesting line at the briefing where Josh Ernest said uh, that uh, there will be no reinvasion of iraq by the u.s military now for some republicans they look at this and say you're watching the iraqi country just sort of fall apart here under the pressure of the islamic state and more so uh... you know if you thought iraq was going to be gone from the presidential race it's not just look at all the flack that jeb bush took for how he answered the question of would you start the words funny because some people want to concentrate on that Well, would you have invaded now that you know what's going on Whereas the republicans keep asking hey should we have withdrawn our troops, because they argue that by withdrawing U.S. forces it created a vacuum that then led to the advances by the Islamic State. Yeah, and
0: here's the other thing about this whole argument. Maybe we need to send troops back in and maybe not. This is the problem with not having a strategy that people understand. I mean, when some members of Congress are shooting from the hip saying we need to send troops in, there's got to be a bigger picture than that. Maybe there are some other ways that we can do other than the ones that we are uh, familiar with. So I think that there's some uh, short-sightedness on the part of some, but we need more than what we have.
1: Well, so watch what the administration and what Democrats are trying to do here, Herman, because they're trying to also set up sort of a black and white kind of, you know, just one option or the other. Yeah. And they keep saying that what you know the Republicans want to go to war, basically. I think. It's really sort of interesting to watch how the Democrats have weaved this into their argument in recent weeks. And, and, and there, you know, you just talked about and alluded to there should be a middle ground. But the White House is trying to act like there's no middle ground here. It's either uh, the the Republicans want to have war or the President's looking for ways to avoid it. Right.
0: Well, are you going to spend your... Memorial Day weekend going through Hillary's emails.
1: I think I'm gonna spend my afternoon today (laughs) doing that. Uh, We are hearing the possibility of stuff being released later today. Don't know exactly when, but this might be emails related to the Benghazi attack, some of which were previewed in the New York Times report yesterday, where they got a hold of about 300 pages, of I think about 850 pages or so of documents that supposedly could be released in the next few hours. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, it would, to me, it would make sense if you're going to drop a document dump on a Friday. You may as well do it before a holiday weekend when uh, most people are definitely not paying attention. And then it has several, uh, several days in which to just sort of peter out and go away. You know, the one thing that I will say about this, oftentimes Herman, I, I, I watch how stories evolve. And I find it's interesting. More energy is expended over the, the whole battle to get documents. And then when documents are actually released, the air goes out of the story. And I'll be interested with the Hillary Clinton emails to see what it provides us. Because while the, the Sidney Blumenthal stuff is interesting and it provides for some, you know, raise some questions, Does it? Is it really the predicate for something that keeps going and going and going? Or is this the kind of thing where they release the emails, you read through them, some people get aggravated, other people just shrug, and you move on to the next issue? So is this what Marie Harf meant? We will be releasing very, very soon. Uh, the first set we said we would release, Yep. Yep. Is that what she that that's what they're talking about that seems to be it uh, related to Benghazi maybe as soon as this afternoon yes well I think a lot of people are going to dig into the
0: Benghazi stuff sure quicker than they're gonna dig into the other email Clinton Gate personal service kind of stuff because of the Benghazi thing they haven't they already said that there's evidence that they knew about this 10 days ahead of time and uh-huh. it was not a spontaneous thing?
1: I don't know about that, but obviously uh, in the investigation that's going on in the House, we've got the possibility of Hillary Clinton still coming up here for a hearing. Some Republicans still saying they're just not getting the level of cooperation that they need from the State Department, not only on when it comes to Hillary Clinton's emails, but also other documents from inside the State Department that are contemporaneous with the attacks in Benghazi, those attacks that killed four Americans, including the U.S. ambassador. Well, going back to the whole Senate thing. Uh, I think they're
0: going to be there through the weekend because McConnell can drive to Kentucky from <laughs> Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh,
1: having made that drive over to Louisville yes, a number have. of times, uh, that's not the greatest drive in the world. I All think right. I'd rather fly. I got you. Thanks, Jamie. Have a great and safe Memorial Day weekend. You too, Herman. Friend. Have a good barbecue time. We'll see you later. All righty. You're listening to the
0: Herman Kane Show. Herman Kane on the radio every day. Herman Kane on demand at hermankane.com. Click on Kane 24 7. Barbecue? Is that a coded racial uh, intonation? Interna- I mean, what is he suggesting?